Hi everyone, my name is Victoria and I'm the host for Your Voice, Your Power. In this episode, I'll be discussing my thoughts on the Biden-Harris administration, like how I felt on Inauguration Day, what I think about what they've done, and what I hope to see from them in the future. But before that, since it is Black History Month, I'm going to be talking about Shirley Chisholm. I don't know if you've heard of Shirley Chisholm, but um, she was the first African-American woman in Congress, and she was part of the League of Women Voters in the NAACP. And during her time in Congress, she worked hard for racial and gender equality. And in 1972, she ran in the Democratic primaries. But although she did not win and she faced discrimination, she inspired many other women and people from marginalized communities to run for office. Shirley Chisholm was a pioneer of equal rights for all. And actually, Vice President Harris said she was inspired by Shirley Chisholm and how she ran for office. And even um, her outfit on Inauguration Day was a nod to Shirley Chisholm. So she really did influence a lot of people, and she was very important in making sure that we had diversity and representation in Congress. So thank you to her, and let's get started. Recently, almost two weeks ago, actually, President Biden and Vice President Harris were inaugurated. I was super excited for that day and super disappointed when I found out that the inauguration would be happening at noon when I was at school, but I just watched it later. So my feelings on the inauguration were basically, I loved Amanda Gorman's poem, The Hill We Climb. There's always light if only we're brave enough to see it if only we're brave enough to be it. Wow, those were such powerful words. And it's amazing how someone can inspire a nation with a speech and a poem because I'm pretty sure we were all feeling inspired that day. And just her poem really showed what we were all thinking and how we were all looking ahead at this new administration. And also that was my favorite part because I am a writer and I love writing and stuff, and I was very impressed with that. Um, Kamala Harris's inauguration was my second favorite part because now I feel like there's someone like me in charge, someone who cares about girls and women and cares about seeing our whole country succeed. And seeing Sona Sotomayor, the first Latina Supreme Court justice, swear her in was really powerful. I was like, yeah, girl power the whole time. It was awesome. Oh, and Kamala Harris said, I may be the first woman in office, but I will not be the last. And that definitely needs to be true because seriously, the fact that we have not had a female president once in the entire 200 plus years of our nation is pathetic. That needs to change. But at least we're getting closer with more representation in Congress and, of course, with Vice President Harris. And hopefully soon we will have a female president and, you know, finally have women in office. I also love the singer's excellent job. Um, I haven't even talked about President Biden yet, and I know that was like the main part, but yeah, I really liked the speech he gave. He gave me hope that we could heal and maybe put some damage behind us. 
it also made me hope that I could put some trust in like the new administration because I didn't really trust former President Trump. I actually would like dread what he would do. I didn't want to wake up and see headlines about him like destroying the environment or stripping away rights for women in marginalized communities. I know some people didn't see it that way. I know some people really supported what he did, but for me, I didn't, and I didn't feel like I could trust what he was doing. But I'm kind of hoping I can trust the administration because I think they're going to do some things that that maybe I'll agree with a little more. And of course, you don't want to just blindly like put your faith in this administration without thinking for yourself. But, but yeah, I know some people really supported what President Trump did, but I didn't. And that was really hard for me. So I'm hoping I can support the new administration a little more. And I've also said that like three times. So excuse me, I'm going to move on. After the inauguration, guess what happened? President Biden is re-entering us into the Paris Accords. Of course, it's going to take a lot more than that to fight climate change, but this is a great first step to show that this administration is going to tackle this crisis head on and really cares about it. Um, Along with fighting the climate crisis, we are officially not supporting the Keystone XL pipeline, which is good, very good. And President Biden created a civilian core initiative, which is pretty much paying people to save the environment. It's like giving jobs that will help the environment, which is super important because that means we're combating the climate crisis and the thing with the economy and unemployment right now. And also, Biden has promised to develop programs and policies that focus on climate justice for disadvantaged communities. And he's promised to conserve 30% of our lands and waters by 2030. And maybe the biggest of all, the administration has a very ambitious plan to transition all federal vehicles, like post office delivery trucks and things like that, to electric vehicles. That would be huge. And that's just the start. But the thing is, we're going to have to see if the Biden-Harris administration really comes through on these promises because we need them to. And of course, not everyone is supporting what is happening right now with the climate change and taking action on it. But I think it's super important because, I mean, as you know, you've heard my feelings about climate change, but I think it is very important and I'm very happy at the direction the new administration is taking on the climate crisis. I'm also happy that we are tackling COVID too. We have a mask mandate on federal property, which I think is very important because now that the new administration is encouraging people to wear masks and uh, even putting the mask mandate, maybe we can get our numbers a little under control and, you know, like have a bit more feeling of like, I don't know what the right word is, have more of a feeling of control, I guess, over the virus because Lately, it just seems like it's been crazy, and it's not good. Also, President Biden even created a position to address the pandemic, COVID-19 response coordinator. I'm so glad that we've taken this pandemic beyond a political issue and started recognizing it for what it really is, a deadly pandemic that's affecting every American, whether we like it or not. 
Oh, yeah. And we, um, I'm pretty sure we're rejoining, if we haven't already, the World Health Organization, which I don't know. I thought that was super dumb to leave during the middle of a pandemic, but I'm, I'm not even going to worry about it. But the point is, we're rejoining it. And now we'll have some better guidance on what to do with COVID and kind of be more connected with the world about this crisis. Also, one of the issues at the top of everyone's minds right now is inequality and systemic racism. This is such an important issue that everyone needs to address. And I really hated it when over the summer we started taking like sides between law enforcement and protesters fighting for equal rights. Because we don't need to say that all protesters are violent and hate all police because that's simply not true protesters in a lot of people who even aren't protesting but still support black lives matter and people just want an end to police brutality and just want equal rights and that's simply not true that everyone's violent and all that we need to address the calls for change and not take sides and i'm really happy that this is a priority of the biden harris administration Because so far, they've acknowledged that inequality and inequity is a thing, which is more than we can say about some other politicians that have been taking some stances that maybe aren't, like, that supportive of protesters. Um, And the administration is also looking into how government agencies can promote equity, and they have vowed to support oppressed communities during the pandemic. We don't know for sure whether the administration will come through on the promises, but They're at least trying, and that's good. We're taking the right steps. So that's a lot of what's happened so far. Of course, there's more, but I think those are some of the issues at the top of my mind right now. Um, But what am I hoping to see in the future? Well, I think maybe we can work towards a greener future and help the economy by creating green jobs, like what happened with that civilian court initiative. I'm hoping that we'll start tackling injustice head-on, like we've been doing already. I'm hoping we can maybe heal from the pandemic and rebuild a sense of peace and unity that's been missing for so long. I mean, at the beginning of the pandemic, I, I felt like we're all in this together, but then, I don't know, after a while, it that feeling faded away, and suddenly, whether you are a Democrat or a Republican, became much bigger than whether you were a human being, and it didn't feel like we were all in this together. So, I mean, it's not like the president can totally fix that. We all need to do our part, too. But I feel like, and now at least the people in charge are kind of promoting, um, like, unity and uh, trying to get us back on the right path. But yeah, we need to work towards it too in our own lives. So for the final part of this episode, I'm going to be giving some suggestions that I have for maybe trying to become more unified as a nation. So my first suggestion is if you're going to have a political talk, try to do it in person rather than online. Because I mean, or you could just avoid it. But if you're going to, like, don't do it over social media because I don't have social media, but I've heard that things are pretty crazy lately and it might be good to just take a break from the device and chat face to face or at least on like Zoom or FaceTime. 
And secondly, try to hear about other points of view. Like, watch news that gives some different sides or maybe listen to friends and family with different beliefs. Just realizing why another person might feel the way they do can really be a big deal. And even if you don't agree, it's good to hear from different people and see about their sides to different issues. And finally, just be kind. The pandemic is putting a lot of stress on people and everyone is fighting their own battles. Helping a neighbor, showing support for essential workers, anything like that could really just make the world a better place and maybe kind of just show people like you care. So I think being kind is one of the best things we can do right now. Um, yeah. For a recap of this episode, I loved the inauguration. It was cool. Um, the Biden-Harris administration has started tackling issues like climate change, COVID-19, and racial justice. And we're all wondering what the future looks like, but I have hope that we can heal. I know not everyone supports the new administration, and I'll respect that, but I'm really excited by the plans they've put out so far, and this was just my thoughts. If you don't agree, that's fine. I will still respect you, but um, I just wanted to share my thoughts on what they've done so far, what I'm thinking in the future, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to know more about the Biden-Harris administration, I would recommend going to whitehouse.gov or check out any of the links in the credits. Thanks for listening, and as always, subscribe and share this podcast so I can reach more people. And if you want to let me know what you think of the podcast, send in a voice message or leave a review. And just thanks so much for listening, because your support means a lot, and I hope you're enjoying this episode. I don't even know what to say. Stay tuned for my next episode. That's the ending, right? Yeah. Okay, bye.